I was reminded by a friend not long ago, someone I've been working with for a number of years, that it was only five years or so ago I was talking about the fact that there's no reason for overbuilding in the self-storage industry with all the data we have available we would know as developers if we're putting in more self-storage in a trade area than that market area can absorb causing overbuilding in my very naive way i thought now that we have all this data there's no reason for overbuilding well Boy, was I wrong. I left out one very important factor. That's the human greed factor. Let's talk about that today. And let's talk about how interest rates may affect this overbuilding, particularly with funds. My name is Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy, which houses the on-demand self-storage boot camp. That's the premier training I offer that's designed to take you from wherever you are now all the way to putting your first or your next self-storage facility into service. It has my four-phase strategy, and it's designed around the market today with today's numbers in them. But one thing I neglected to think about was human greed, the greed factor. Now, all humans have a tendency to, myself included, to exhibit this factor. But I realized how naive I was at the time talking like that. Because in essence, what I was saying is, I think now with all the data we have, we can beat the normal real estate cycle. And if you think about the normal real estate cycle, there is expansion, equilibrium, overbuilding, and in contraction or recession. And I was saying, we can skip the overbuilding part, maybe even the recession part of the normal real estate cycle. In retrospect, it sounds kind of silly that I would say that on camera and write about it, but that's what I was thinking at the time. And I was thinking from the perspective of a small investor who literally has to live on the cash flow from the projects that we buy and or develop. Theoretically, it's possible, but that doesn't take into factor the, hu the human greed. And then funds came along, not just REITs, but private equity funds with 20, 50, 100 million dollars they got to invest. Now, as a small investor, what's your challenge today? Your challenge is finding or creating deals that actually cash flow and give you a return for the risk you're taking to do the deal. Now, just imagine having $50 million you got to get out the door in the self-storage because you owe money, you owe a return on that $50 million right now. And you've got to get that money deployed and at work. But if that was your challenge today, 
you or someone in your organization has a real powerful financial model that shows great returns to investors, you're using a combination of low cost loan money, you have a financing tool in place, you have a loan instrument in place, it is a low cost of funds there, you're, you're showing, you have an online, powerful online marketing that will bring customers in there, you have a vendor that has that, you've got economies of scale and you're putting all of these things together to show a good return to your investors and man, you got money coming in. On paper, it's great. In a computer, the model works phenomenal. Investors are buying into it. You just can't find enough deals. So what do you do? You build. And boy, do you build. You don't build one, you build a lot. And you don't build small, you build big. Because why not? You got to get a lot of money out the door. So you're building multi-story, 100% climate control, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars at a pop. Now, if you're a fund, you're going to make money as a fund when you get the initial money in. You're going to make money when you deploy those investment dollars. You're going to make money when you put loans on the projects. You're going to make money very often when you sign a loan on the project. So you're making a lot of money in the transaction itself. Funds are very transaction driven. And all of this happens before the investors get any return on their investment. Then after they get a preferred return, you're, you make money on the cash flow if there is any. And then you'll make an ex, usually an exponential amount on the exit. So funds are very incentivized to do transactions. They're very transaction oriented. If you're working in a fund, particularly as you know, a fundraiser or financial modeling person in a fund, your job is to do transactions you're in the middle of a transaction driven model and boy many of them are very good at doing transactions now again it's hard to find existing deals that can work inside those models so what do you do you build and you build big now every fund has a different financial model but uh, but i bet there's a lot in common low cost of capital or the loan piece on the capital stack, economies of scale, efficient marketing, and great management. And when you put all those in a financial model, you can generate great returns. I don't have a lot of definitive data on financial funds, on self-storage private equity funds at the moment. There's a lot of information on the, way, on the internet about REIT returns, but it's a little harder. You got to subscribe and get a lot of data. You have to, it, it takes something to generate a lot of data today on self-storage fund, private equity fund returns. But I bet over the past few years, those returns have been pretty good on aggregate.
But I would bet money that it's much like the mutual fund world. So in the mutual fund world, in any given year, there may be 3% of all the mutual funds that outperform the S&P or the NASDAQ index funds. In reality, there's not many funds that beat the market, mutual funds that beat the market. And the 3% that do usually outperform the index funds are rarely the same 3% in any given year. So in any given year, only 3% of the fund managers can outperform the market or the index funds. I bet that it's a small percentage of the private equity funds in the self-storage space that are lifting the returns that that whole segment in the self-storage space is seeing today. My experience with people in funds who are modeling, and we've come close a couple times to pulling the trigger on doing a fund, and I ultimately decided not to, but my experience is they're just trying to figure it out like the rest of us. Now, all of this is leading up to now that interest rates are going up, how is that going to affect funds, fund modeling, and the amount of transactions in the self-storage space? The answer is I don't know. But if I'm running a financial model in a fund and I've had the first big wham of increased construction costs, you know, 30, 40 percent, and then the double whammy of my interest rate going up, adding, you know, my cost of my money going up 20, 30 percent, that could be a real hard blow to take in the financial modeling on an already thin deal. I think it's already begun to have an impact. Well, how can you tell? Well, I don't know. Let's think. So if um, I'm in the, in the business of moving large quantities of money out the door, mostly into new construction today, and my construction costs have gone up and my interest costs have gone up, and the reality is I don't think my financial model's working too well right now, what do you do? Well, one thing you do is you may sell your deal as an entitled deal. Have you been seeing a lot of in? titled development opportunities, multi-story, large deals hit the market recently? Maybe that's one way funds are handling it. Now, initially, those are going to be priced very high. Why? Well, they've got to make money because they owe money on the money that they've already got in their coffers that they're trying to move out the door. Their model might not work anymore, but they still owe the money. So initially, they're going to be priced very high. Have you been seeing a lot of very expensive development opportunities or entitled land opportunities hitting the market today for large multi-story projects? The other option, if I'm just thinking, is that, well, inflation. So I think in a lot of the financial modeling, you're going to be seeing six, seven percent per year inflation. You do that and keep your operating expenses going up, let's say three, three and a half percent a year. All of a sudden, your model works again. 
So I think you're going to be seeing a lot of high inflation on the income portion of these financial models. And that will go on for a while till investors, bankers and appraisers catch on. That will fix any problem in a modeling. But I think what's going to ultimately happen is the market's going to slow down. Small investors like us that walk the side of the street of cash flow and real returns as opposed to transactions, we're going to have more opportunity to find deals that work. And there's going to be a general cooling off in the self-storage space, at least the acquisition side of the self-storage space. Now, don't get me wrong. I like funds. I like REITs. In fact, every deal we've ever sold, every self-storage project I've ever owned and sold, with the exception of one, we sold to a fund or to a REIT. So I don't want to see them go anywhere. It wasn't necessarily my initial design, but they've become a very integral, particularly the funds, have become a very integral part of our business strategy over the last five years. Maybe I'd like to see him be a little less transaction driven and a little more in the reality or cash flow driven, except when they're buying my projects, of course. But ultimately, I think there's going to be a little bit of a leveling on the playing field so small investors will have more opportunities. Yes, our returns might not be as great with increased construction costs and increased interest costs, but typically when you're playing with your own money or your you know, one-off deal money with investors, you're playing for the most part in the world of reality. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how the financial modeling changes on larger institutional players as construction costs don't come down for a while and loan costs and interest costs go up. Real interested to see what happens in the space, particularly in the fund side, private equity side, and what happens with the financial modeling. Just my thoughts this week, I reserve the right to be wrong. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Storage World Analyzer, which is the financial modeling tool we use and try to keep it in reality and do transactions that actually work from a cash flow and cash on cash return basis in the real world. If you're interested in finding more, go to Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage or go straight to uh, storageworldanalyzer.com. Thank you very much. I look forward to being with you next week.